With the new Dexcom G7, you can achieve better diabetes results without painful finger sticks. It sends your glucose numbers to your compatible phone or watch so you can always see where you are and where you're heading. See how food and exercise affects your glucose, making it easier to spend more time in range and lower your A1C. Take more control of your diabetes with the number one recommended CGM brand. It's easy to get started today at Dexcom.com. That's Dexcom.com. Dexcom data on file 2023. Give your glucose alerts and readings from the G7. Do not match symptoms or expectations. Use a blood glucose meter to make diabetes treatment decisions. For a list of compatible devices, visit Dexcom.com slash compatibility. Zigazoo has made me zigzag. What I mean by that is I swore I would never let my kids on social media. But now I'm setting them loose on Zigazoo. Zigazoo is a space for kids to post videos they've created and to share them with other kids just like them. Videos that are moderated by actual people. And since there are no comments or messaging, you don't have to worry about social trolling. Zigazoo, the world's largest social network for kids. Download the Zigazoo app today. There's plenty to celebrate in March and ex- Craft Month with the perfect pizza at home class from Craftsy. And anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's iHeartCountry Radio. Discover more shows and movies for free. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. This is Live Bet Saturday on vSEN, the sports betting network. Welcome back in Live Bet Saturday here at VEASAN at the South Point. Happy to be with you. I'm Jeff Parles. Adam Burke is here. And usually we see him 24 hours from now. But because it's just Pro Bowl games that are not going to be booked tomorrow. Right. We don't we don't book flag football. Don't blame so. me on that. The Hall of Famer himself. <laughs> we'll have Vaccaro tomorrow. We got Maliulo right. today. Hall of Famers a plenty here at the South Point. Vinny Maliulo. Good to be with you guys, fellas. How how are the uh, college hoops treating you? Well, Adam just had just an absolute disaster. Well, that was was, Uh, that's got to be just an exception. No, well, I don't know. We'll see how the rest of the day goes. But Merrimack laying four and a half. They're up fifteen with six seventeen left. They win by four. Guy misses both free throws with twelve seconds, and then St. Francis misses a three, but. That's, uh, that's how the college m- basketball goes. The mess. Yeah. <laughs> not for the faint of heart. Not good. By the way, UT Martin's up 14, so the Parles-McCollum combination actually okay at the moment, which is a little rather shocking. Vinny, uh, for, for, forget about college hoops for a second yeah, here. Yeah, folks. We, we have, we have uh, stayed away from uh, something, uh, something that's super. We haven't really <laughs> talked about that at all uh, today because we're, we're a week away Week mm-hmm. from tomorrow, obviously, mm-hmm. uh, Kansas City will play Philadelphia in Arizona. Yeah. Your giant prop book is out. It's out, fellas. 20 pages. Um, I think what we'll do, obviously, to next weekend, by the way, we'll look at the um, certainly the college 
uh, basketball board. We'll look at the NBA board and the NHL schedule and do the, you know, we always sprinkle in some intersport uh, props as well. But for the most part, uh, yeah, uh, you know, Christy Andrews, our director, got everybody off and running first thing Monday morning. You know, I, I have to tell you too, guys, you know, the, the, the thing about props is, and I don't mean to um, trivialize or minimize the, the, the pricing of them, but it's the just the logistics, if you will, you know, the administrative part of it, setting them up, uh, getting them loaded in, just wording them, you know, to where they're, you know, uh, concise enough where people understand them and it comes out on the ticket properly, uh, putting stipulations together. Uh, so that they're a easy to understand and and b easy to grade uh, as well. So, um, but uh, you know, the staff did a a great job, and uh, kudos uh, kudos to them. So, in terms of you know, like you still got what eight days left to book yeah. the game. A lot of money will come in next week, but there have been. Some interesting bets that have come in here mm-hmm. so far. Yeah. What are some of the props that people have been looking to attack to this point? Yeah, I was just uh, going over that. Uh, I have to tell you. So, and, and again, what happens with props, and we always encourage folks to, listen, yeah, we love when people bet here, of course. You know, I mean, we're, we're in business to do business. But, it, you know, full disclosure, you as a better uh, go out and shop. Right. I mean, the thing about it is you shop for for game prices, shop for prop prices. And now with everybody's props up, you start to see some uh, more of the seasoned and professional bettors who the way they make numbers on games, they make numbers on props as well. And now they'll compare uh, some uh, some things uh, that that we've put to some others. I'm going to scroll through. Here's one. And, you know, where uh, folks uh, enjoy that we we used. Rushing yards by Patrick Mahomes, we hung it up uh, 13 and a half over uh, the favorite, so six to five, uh, 20 cent straddle on the uh, on the props. Um, it's up to 18 and a half. Why is that? Because I think some other places put it up higher. You know, our friends over at Westgate who do a great job as well. I think they had it up higher, so ours got run up. I think theirs got run up some, and then started to come back down and things like that. And, and again, as a better, that's what you look for, right? And, and particularly the interesting part about Mahomes is, okay, now you're trying to gauge uh, the, you know, the progress that he's trying to make in rehabbing his ankle, right? So, uh, so there's that. Uh, that one there uh, came in. And by the way, speaking of straddles, uh, happy to report that uh, South Point has already gone, uh, actually earlier in the week, went Come to on. 105 uh, on the sides uh, and uh, 10-cent straddle on the, uh, on the money line. Uh, for the for the Super Bowl, um, getting back to your your uh, question, uh, Adam. The uh, first first score of the game will be a touchdown or any other score. Touchdown open minus sixty. It's up to dollar seventy, and uh, the uh, comeback on any other score is uh, uh, f- uh, one fifty. Um, will either team score three unanswered times? Now, by the way, that excludes. PATs and two-point conversions. So if a team scores a touchdown and and they they make the extra point, that's not two. That's not two. It's it's one score. Um, minus ninety on the yes there. Uh, they took the no. They took plus seventy. They took plus sixty-five and uh, sixty. We're down to uh, the yes, a dollar seventy-five. Um, the last score of the game, either a touchdown or any other score. This one. Uh, we made it pick them, touchdown or any other score. Touchdown, 
dollar eighty. So pretty pretty significant move there. No one expecting a last minute field goal. <laughs> no, nobody. No, <laughs> somebody. Way, that's but, been bad. That tells you that you know folks think somebody's going to be chasing and uh, or Needing you know if the game's close and they, and they yeah. need a touchdown, right? So. Um, um, Last year, touchdown, yes. Stafford, the cup, won that game. Yeah. Um, and uh, if Cincinnati got in range, who knows? Never would have known yeah. if, uh, if that would have held up or not. When this is all said and done, mm-hmm. eight days from now, what do you expect handle of props versus traditional uh, side yeah. total money line bets? Good question, Jeff. I mean, you know, uh, the props have just grown exponentially over the years. And, and let's remember now, so when you look at the, the handle, last year we, we did set a record here in the state of Nevada, uh, just under $180 million statewide. Now that obviously includes futures. It includes the props. Um, depending on the property, the props can account for 60 to 65% of the handle. Uh, we're not quite that high. or in, in, I mean, it's still a good correlation. I mean, you know, props, especially with – you know, 400 props or, or better. You know, you're 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 bound to do uh, quite a bit of uh, quite a bit of business on them. Um, so, but I think you know when we when we look at the state, it's it's certainly more than half of the uh, a handle on a game, especially a game two where uh, you know it's it's close to pick them. Let's face it. I mean, it's a uh, uh, it's a pretty evenly matched uh, contest. So the props I think are going to uh, create even more business, as will the in game. You know, for sure too. I think folks will be. Kind of seeing how things are playing out. Anything you picked up on so far in terms of the MVP market? Not really. Um, I think you know it, that's a, that's an interesting one uh, because I think everybody's waiting to see. I, look, the quarterbacks are going to be, you know, the quarterbacks are going to get the play right because you figure they're, you know, it's going to be difficult, uh, you know, for somebody outside of uh, Mahomes or Hurts, right? So you, you look at those guys, uh, I think, you know, you know, it's six to five, maybe, you know, probably, I don't know if you can even get the dollar 40 on, probably not, you know, so. Um, but you know what, you know, people will, I think they'll take a, they'll take a flyer with a Kelsey, maybe an A.J. Brown, you know, if a team is chasing in particular, uh, but they like to, they like to, uh, to, to bet the, uh, there's no, nothing getting steamed though so far. And I think it's a wait and see approach. I think a lot of it has to do with waiting to see how Mahomes progresses uh, for the rest of this week. And one other thing you talked about was the mechanics of putting together this extensive prop sheet yeah. of the wording on everything and all that. What about the mechanics of booking these props in terms of like the way that you kind of gradually increase limits mm-hmm. as you get closer to kickoff and yeah. stuff like that? That's a good, uh, good question. Well, we start taking 2000 right away, which I think is a fair, you know, that's a fair play. Right. Uh, and again, you know, we, we had some folks in yesterday, uh, some very respected uh, opinions, uh, you know, from the time we put them up. But, and then yesterday, because now comparing uh, some of the other, uh, some of the other properties, um, it's always best to just add, hey, can I get a little bit more? And you know, you know, you're going to do that much, so much business on it that you're comfortable and saying, look, yeah, why let you know? And you've got over a week uh, before the game, so uh, you know, up to five thousand on them is is easy, and they're fun. Look, we have a lot of fun with them, so it's always great to, to great to book them, and especially early on, you move them a lot quicker until you try to find that threshold to get the buyback. How many people are coming to bet the coin toss already? That uh, you know, <laughs> again, the coin toss. We laugh because there's so many. Well, first of all, there's great stories, and I, I think I've shared with you previously, Jeff. My first coin toss mm-hmm. uh, story. Oh uh, no, I know this one. Um, which I'll I'll, I'll summarize uh, one time. But first of all, we have three different coin toss props right now, and they're by, they're just a four cent straddle. They're a dollar 
two either way. So uh, will uh, uh, will the op- uh, who what will the opening coin toss be? Heads or tails? Which team will win the opening coin toss? And the player to call the opening coin toss uh, is correct or wrong? Uh, back in the uh, um, mid '90s, I put up one of the first, you know, and I just simply put up, yeah, you know, uh, the team to win the coin toss, and I think it was the Redskins, Washington Redskins, and Buffalo Bills, and um, you know, booking a game and they're kicking off, and I look up and I see the team receiving, and and I said, all right, just you know, put the coin, play, pay the coin toss. So about five minutes later, there's supervisor comes in, there's a guy at the counter, he said, we posted the coin toss wrong. So I go, I said, yes, sir, can I help you? He says, uh, yeah, I try to get paid on this. You'd say it's a loser. I said, well, yeah, look, they, you know, they're receiving the ball. He goes, well, they deferred. The other team deferred. And I said, what are you talking about? Who, it's a super, who the hell defers? There's, nobody defers. Of course, now it's not yeah, only it's, in, in the Super Bowl, defer? it's every week, <laughs> you know? Yeah. So uh, sure enough, I kind of ran back to. I said, "Yeah." So what I did was I paid both sides. Oh, and I, I know the, C- loved you that the day. CFO loved it, and he called me Monday. He says, "How many other prop bets did you pay both sides?" I said, "Just that one." I said, "But look at how, how much money we did and how much business we did on the halftime because everybody had extra money and they bet the half even more." So yeah, that was uh, one of the more memorable uh, coin toss episodes. The Hall of Famer. <laughs> you find him here at the South Point. You won't be able to find him tomorrow because a, a well-earned off day. One day. For Vinny Maliolo. That's but right. We will see you. Vinny, we'll see you plenty on the network. Good to be, up to good the to be with you on guys. Sunday. More on college hoops and uh, maybe a little prop talk ourselves here on Live Bet Saturday. Hey, guys, this is Matt Jones, Drew Franklin from the Fade This Podcast. we got a great episode coming up. Picks in all the sports, football, basketball, we do them all. But here's a preview of this week's episode. Nothing to do with anyone personally, but Creighton is the team every year that the nerds, you know, the basketball nerds, they're like, you know, who's ready to catch Creighton? You know, watch Creighton. They fight, and I'm like, I don't want to watch Creighton because I agree with Shane and the dude today. Creighton's never going to win anything. Stop talking to me about Creighton. They're not never the, not gonna, the not the Big East tournament. Well, I mean, they could maybe they win the Big East tournament, but it'll only be luck. But like, they're always like, you know, a sleeper team. That could, like that guy who I told you had eight title teams. One of his title teams was Creighton. Is not winning the national championship. It's yeah, I don't not, have him doing that. That like that's why do we all have to act like Creighton is a, is a is a good team? Creighton's like the band they all say you should know if you really knew bands. <laughs> And then they're never at any of those. And then they're never, yeah, exactly. And it comes time for the Grammys, and they lose out to, like, you know, Lil Durk. And you're like, see, I knew Lil Durk was better. Why are you, t- why are you telling me? see the whole time. <laughs> and this episode was brought to you in partnership with DraftKings. To hear more, listen and subscribe to Fade This on iHeartRadio or wherever you listen to podcasts. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other. As Infinity presents... A new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. 
Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. There's plenty to celebrate in March and ex- Craft Month with the perfect pizza at home class from Craftsy. And anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's iHeartCountry Radio. Discover more shows and movies for free. Whether it's your first time betting or you've been gambling for years, have a plan and know the game. Be aware of the rules and odds before you gamble. Set a budget and never gamble with money you can't afford to lose. Take a break and consider teaming up with trusted friends to help you stick to your budget. Remember, if you or a loved one has a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER 24-7 or go to helpmygamblingproblem.org for free confidential services. This is Live Bet Saturday on VSAN, the sports betting network. If you have questions about betting on the Super Bowl, wondering how to hedge, or maybe you're looking for an unusual prop or insight from one of our hosts, the VEASAN Big Game Help Desk is back, and we're here to help. Submit your questions at VEASAN.com slash helpdesk, and it could be answered by our experts on air or at VEASAN.com. Adam, is that your assignment for the second straight year? That is. I think. I don't know if that graphic is is supposed to be me or not, but... uh... Much skinnier in that graphic I than I am in say, real life. Big, but... big red turtleneck guy. Oh, absolutely not. Not a turtleneck <laughs> guy. Although you lose a lot of heat in the neck. Um, <laughs> I will say that uh, I started answering some of the help desk questions via email this morning uh, after sorting through the giant college basketball card. But we will take some of the questions, put them in an article over at vston.com. Obviously, a lot of people asking about hedging, which, truth be told, you should if you're sitting on a future. But it's a question that I hate because it's so hard to tell people what to do with a hedge. It's like, well, how much does your initial investment mean to you? Like, what's the minimum you're trying to make out of this? What is your risk profile? There are a lot of layers to trying to answer hedging questions, but we'll do the best we can with them over at vcin.com. Hedging questions are really difficult. Like you just different. Like, you don't know. Like, for me, like, let's say, let's say I had the Eagles at 50 to 1. Let's say I got that great number in the middle of the summer. And even if that's 100 bucks, Am I hedging? Maybe. Right. I don't even know if I'm hedging. Even right. though I like Kansas or, City in the game, I don't know. Or, or, I mean, what you can do in that situation is you can let it ride, but make independent wagers that are Kansas City-based, like right. Mahomes to win MVP, something like that. Like, well, for example, one of the questions I got today was, I've got 100 on the Eagles at 22 to 1. So 2200 bucks. Yeah, 2200 bucks. And the suggestion was – or the – strategy was kind of, well, and you know, I think I'm going to bet Mahomes to win MVP and Kelsey to win MVP. And as small of a chance as it is that the Chiefs win and somebody other than Mahomes is the MVP, you run the risk of making nothing out of that, you know, $2,200 value ticket that you're sitting on. So, like, for me, it's just kind of, if you want to do the easy thing, you bet like a grand on Kansas City money line and just free roll the game. But... Other people have different risk tolerances. They want, you know, to maybe go for a bigger shot, stuff like that. So those are the questions that 
we'll attempt to answer. I'll give you the different thoughts that I have. You can pick the one that you know fits you the best. But the hedging questions are such a challenge because everyone has a different risk tolerance and a different risk profile. Like for you, if you have a hundred dollars on the Eagles to win five grand. I mean, what what's a hundred dollars? I mean, you're spraying around. How many bets have you made on college basketball today already? Yeah, I mean, like, again, like, what's I, that look, one look, bet? Look, for my, you? my 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 college basketball the, the unit uh, the unit size for college basketball I parse down. Right, of course, because I know I'm going to have a extreme volume. Right, and the last sure. thing I want to do is. Go, but but a hundred dollar yeah. bet to one person is not the same as a hundred dollar bet to another. Sure, person. look 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 here here's what I would say if you have a great number somewhere along the line, whether it be on Kansas City when they got into the 10 to one range in the middle of the year. If you have, again, those 50 to ones on Philadelphia from the summer, there are ways, like you said, right. The, and even, and you're so short on the money line in this game mm-hmm. where you can get dollar 20. You're going to be able to get a dollar 20, maybe even a dollar 15 at some shops on Philadelphia. When this game before this yes. game kicks, Yeah, there are so many ways that you can play your way into this. Or also too, if you have a Philadelphia ticket, Take the point and a half with Kansas City and see if you can get Philly to win the game by one. Yeah, that's another why thing. not. Yeah. I mean, why not? I mean, right. Crazier things have happened. These teams are so darn even. What what what's keeping this game from ending because being a difference on Harrison Bucker missing a PAT? No, you're right. Yeah, you're absolutely right. Yeah, I mean, so, and, and that's what it is, right? I mean, do you want to take the plus one and a half minus one ten? versus the plus 105 money line if you're already sitting on an Eagles future. Like, these are all questions that I can describe the scenarios, but ultimately it's up to you and whatever you feel comfortable with doing. By the way, Adam, going uh, we'll, we'll have more Cal- our Super Bowl discussion a little bit later because I this morning I did my, all right, let the market settle on the props and come with the list of props, and I had too many on my list. So we're going to have to figure out how to parse that down. Usually I make the list and I end up betting about 3% of what I have on my list. That's usually yeah. how my Super Bowl props work. Right. I even have heads on the list, which I'm not betting. I mean, nobody wants to hear this, but again, I mean, how many college basketball bets do you have today? Eight, uh, nine so far? When, when, it, when, it's, when it's all said and done, I'll be in the, around 20 probably right. today. And you've got how many more college basketball Saturdays plus conference tournaments, plus the NCAA I have tournament. Six, I have seven weeks. Like, like why would you want to tie up such a vast percentage of your bankroll in the Super Bowl when you're betting other things? hundred percent. If you're somebody who's only betting football, then yeah, I completely get it. But if you're betting all the other sports that are out there, the different markets, I mean, for me, I'll have money tied up in baseball, win totals and futures and all that stuff. Like I'm not going to go overboard with the Super Bowl. No, there's no reason to. And again, remember, even though, I'm gonna have. I'm still gonna have a handful of bets. Probably right, about of course. Five, six bets on the game. Right. But again, it is. It is still one game, even yes. though it is the biggest game of the year, regardless of sport. It is. One week from tomorrow, we'll finally be here. Super Bowl Fifty Seven, Chiefs and Eagles. So there's a development in Columbia, South Carolina. We should probably talk. Yeah, about. I was about to bring this up. Three seconds remain. Arkansas, 64. South Carolina, 63. And South Carolina just missed a layup. Oh. That would have given them the lead. That no. would have been a – So, and we talked about Arkansas. It was 65-1 to 1 at DraftKings to win the NCAA championship. And I was like, oh, yeah, maybe that's not a – that's a pretty decent number. I don't know if you're almost going to lose to South Carolina. South Carolina's only conference win was that game in Kentucky <laughs> that 
right 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 when it happened, everyone was screaming for Calipari's head. Yes, and they immediately flipped around and won the next next game at Tennessee. South Carolina is a 12 and a half point underdog. Very easy cover any way you slice it, assuming this game doesn't end up in overtime somehow. But that hurts. If they missed a layup to get to what would have been a plus 550 money line outright, oh, that hurts. Yep. Now, granted, I don't, I could probably count the amount of people behind us at the book at the South Point that would have that South Carolina outright today. But hey, people take splashes on big underdogs like this. It's just one of those. It's a bad sign for Arkansas. Like I didn't, I didn't jump in on a futures price, but I was definitely considering one. Although maybe now you could argue that now is kind of a buy point because when you almost lose to South Carolina, people are definitely going to look at you a lot differently. Um, But you know, I guess uh, the other thing we ought to mention here. So Purdue didn't get any closer at the end of the first half against Indiana. They're down by fifteen here in this one, and um, I mean. Zach Eady's getting his. He's got 15 and 8 in the first half, and they're still down 15. Yeah, that's not so good. That's that's not a good look for Purdue there. And Indiana, 62.1% from the floor in the first half of that game. By the way, Adam, we mentioned Florida Atlantic. Florida Atlantic's been getting a lot of run on this network this week. Mm-hmm. The Owls, we said this would be a, a pretty important half for what they turn into the rest of the year. It's not midnight yet for them. 20 to 8, they're outscoring Charlotte in the second half, up nine with eight and a half to go in the game. And that's what you want to see. You know, I mean, they, they get up eight points in 11 minutes yeah. in the second half. That's that's what you want to see. You want to see a team make adjustments and, and Florida Atlantic doing that here in this one. Also, we mentioned St. John's and Xavier. I ended up taking Xavier first half. I listened to you, Adamberg. Laid the five, got a five, thought it was good. It's 12 4 at the first media timeout in Cincinnati. Yeah, slow start for St. John's, and that's not what you want when you take on an offense as efficient as Xavier's. So playing catch-up throughout the game is not going to be a good look here for St. John's. St. John's, weird team, right? I mean, it seems like Mike Anderson's job has been on the chopping block like 25 different times this season. And they've kind of answered the bell sometimes. Other times they haven't. Um, You know, the, the, the rest of this season is very interesting for them going forward. Yeah, I don't think he survives, personally. I don't think he's going to keep that job. Weird fit anyway, too, for where he's coached his whole career. I don't know where he'll be next if he gets another job. After the St. John's, I I thought they were going to be better. You got anything in the uh, mid-afternoon Ivy League games? I do not. Yesterday, I gave Sean McCollum Princeton, and they covered. There you go. That worked. That worked. That's such a weird, weird conference, conference with the back-to-back back back days. Because yeah. well, remember, academic-centric, you know that. Oh, yeah, I know. You know, I know. You know it. I, I, don't, I don't have anything. Uh, nothing in the Ivy numbers pop for me today. Nothing. Nothing. The only thing I would consider, just looking at it real quick and putting it against my numbers, I would consider Penn against Cornell. That would be the only thing I would consider. Two-point right. favorites. Quakers. Take your word for it. Yeah. I don't do even on Friday nights. I don't do a lot of Ivy. Yeah, the, don't really put those numbers are for a smaller league. Those numbers are usually pretty good mm-hmm. because there's less games when they play on the Fridays, right. and then the Saturdays are tough because the numbers don't come up till the morning. There's no overnights mm-hmm. because of the back to back, and a lot of those numbers and they, they just get lost in the card. Yeah, it's just how it happens when there's 100 and, 125 games in one day. 
It's a lot, man. Yeah. It's very daunting to scroll through the college basketball schedule on a Saturday. By the way, Queens is taking the lead on Austin P. Got yeah, a shot damn there. Damn right they have. Got go, a shot. go Royals. You got a shot. UT Barden up 12 on Lindenwood. I'm still upset Where about that Merrimack. Yeah, that was a bad one. Hey, we're going to check in with Brian Ortega next. Can Adam Burke officially go over the number of Grammy performances known? That's next. Live at Saturday. This is Live Bet Saturday on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. The big game means big plans for VSIN. VSIN will be in the middle of all the action, broadcasting live from Radio Row in Phoenix with athlete and celebrity interviews and our experts breaking down the game. You won't want to miss any of our coverage down in Phoenix. Huddle up with Follow the Money, Lombardi Line, Final Countdown, and VSIN Primetime, all live from Radio Row starting Monday. Mike Pritchard up first. Hey, you're going to hear Mike Pritchard in a half hour on the Pro Football Blitz as well. For betting splits, expert picks, and big game props, head to vsin.com. Right now, that's vsin.com. All right. The moment everyone's been waiting for, Adam Burke's update on Arkansas Pine Bluff, right? Yeah, they're up 9-4 over Alcorn State. Congratulations. No, actually, we got uh, got developments here in Baton Rouge as well. Oh, if developments in Baton Rouge, we have developments in Manhattan. Developments behind us, people waving. People are people loving us. They love Jeff Parles here oh, they, they, at the South Point. I think they just like the camera. I think they just like the camera. They're, they're trying to figure out what we are watching the screens behind us. Beaston.com slash subscribe. <laughs> so, developments real quick. Texas has gotten it back to two against K-State. So, that's going to be Talk about sl- coming out flat in the second half. Wow, Texas, this, Texas looks awesome right now. Um, and Kansas State's turnover happy again. So that's a two-point game. Alabama's really, really messing around with LSU here. Mm-hmm. Uh, 56-51. LSU has been dreadful over the last month. Dreadful. And LSU's 6-21 from three in this game. They're shooting 32% from the floor. And they're only down, they're down two now. Two now. Just Poured in a three. So Ten offensive rebounds. They only have two turnovers in this game, too. Yeah, Bama was not lost in conference play. Of course, they were smoked last week in Norman by a pretty average Oklahoma team. But uh, there's a big three for Bama. But, again, man, that's the two, the thing with the top two teams in the SEC. They're so three-point reliant mm-hmm. that if they get bad day shooting, anyone that's in the tournament can play with them. I agree. And we saw we saw with the, Tennessee Tennessee won in a the game they scored 40 what was it 48 points today 46 points today. Yeah. They still won because Auburn was awful offensively. Uh, that was a foul at the end too. It was absolutely a foul. 100%. Happy it wasn't. Uh for the sake of my bet. I'm happy with that. All right, Brian Ortega, it's time. Let's update everyone on what we're doing here. The Grammys are tomorrow apparently. <laughs> there are nine live performers, correct? Nine? That's correct. Nine. Adam Burke with the line set at four and a half, there have been six already asked. And Adam Burke is four out of six. So the four and a half was a dreadful line, apparently. <laughs> the bookmaker was asleep on that one. Asleep yeah. at the wheel. Right now, uh, five and a half and six out there, if you want it. <laughs> All, All right. right, Brian. I will say, if you if you asked me best new artist, I probably wouldn't know any of them. Absolutely yeah. not. No. No. No, we, no, no, we, we no longer listen to new music around yeah, here. That is correct. Yeah, so right, Brian, I, I got so we, you. So good, the 
four correct so far, two wrong. Correct. Adam Burke needs one out of the last three to go over the initial number. Yes. Fire away. All right. How about Brandy Carlisle? Yes. Oh, my yep. goodness. He did it. It's over. Yep. It's over. over. Five. I'll give you the last two since, we, since they're here. All right. Well, the have live you, number was six and a half. There was a right? six and a half. Yeah. At one so point, now you so. got to, you're, you're at you're at five now. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. All right. So, have you do you can you name this is extra points? Can you name the song from this performer, Bad Bunny? Oh, absolutely performer. not. Yeah. I know who Bad Bunny is. Yeah. Though. See, that, that, that's the thing. And the last one, special special. You know, you know how I know that? Because yeah. it's a woman, right? No, Bad Bunny is a, a gentleman. Okay. Well, and the ladies do so like. So I've him. heard I've heard of him, but. The only way I've heard of him is because he played Allegiant, so I would drive by and see yeah. the sign. Two nights. Otherwise, I would have no clue. Yeah, and he was at the Super Bowl uh, when uh, Shakira and J-Lo were performing. So, Yeah. But a lot of people didn't know who that was at that time. So, yeah. So so no, so no, you know who Bad Bunny is but can't do a, do a song. So we'll also, still give also, you credit. Also, don't know, also didn't know the gender. So, yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> so we, maybe we should have did more than just name recognition know, on, this, right? on this bit here. And the last person I'm sure you've heard is uh, – the uh, the man Harry Styles. Yeah. Okay. All right. All right. Hold on a second. That was a bad number the, for Ortega. This number is one of the worst <laughs> numbers of all time. Oh my goodness! Even a six and a half gets there. Yeah, that's true. Wow, Ortega, you that was that was a terrible number. Ortega. Totally, totally. It was a bad number. Just proves that you know more than you thought. <laughs> don't quit your day job here. Oh man. Sense. Bring Vinny back. We'll try to get Ortega a job behind well, the counter. Well, actually, we can there. ask. I mean, if we asked Vinny the same people, I'd be curious to see what Vinny did. Four and a half might be the line on him. Maybe. 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 You know. Maybe. know. But you know, Rihanna is going to be doing the halftime show for the Super Bowl, which you can do props yeah. on. But you can not in Nevada. But are there any props uh, that Vinny threw out at you that you guys were liking or interested in? What right now? Um, right now, or anything that you maybe historically have liked to bet, like first touchdown score. Anytime touchdown score, those kind of things. I pretty much annually bet will both teams make a field goal over 34, and 35 yards. yards, whatever whatever the, the number ends up being. I almost bet that every single year. I think it's cashed four of the last five and six of the last nine. It's not a bad bet. Not a bad bet. No. I, I mean, so, the, the only way the Eagles kick field goals basically is from like 50-plus, though. That's so, the only thing that worries so me. So this number is shorter than it usually is, but it's because of the team, because of the Eagles. On this. But two-point conversion attempt, mm -hmm. you're still getting plus money on that. Now, you're normally probably getting closer to plus 150-ish. It's plus 110, plus 120 because of the Eagles' nature. But I think that yes is pretty good. Because this game, and keep in mind, too, if the Eagles are chasing, and this is a 14-point game with – Three minutes to go. Sirianni knows the number. He's going to go for two down yeah. eight. Right. So I don't even need them to be successful. I just need them to con to attempt it. So that's what I've been looking at, especially while it's still plus money. Right. Uh, I wouldn't lay a price, but take some plus money. I don't mind that. Um, the other one, and I know I'll get some flack from this, and uh, check, check your book here to make sure it's a refund on this and that no receptions doesn't make this an under. Quez Watkins' first reception – over six and a half yards, there's even money out there on that. If Quez Watkins is catching a pass in this game, it's going for over 20 yards. So, so I don't mind that at a plus number, especially with it if he doesn't get a, make a catch. Most places, that's a refund.
Yeah, I can't argue with that one. Longest receptions over under nine and a half for him, by the way. Yeah, well. don't mind that either. I um, also, by the way, Zach Pascal. There was a book that put Zach Pascal receiving yards up at five and a half. Zach Pascal's not going to make a catch in this game. So is he even going to be active? Is he playing special teams? I mean, he was active last week. Hmm. So, but Zach Pascal. Here is Zach Pascal. <laughs> you want fun with numbers, real quick? Zach Pascal since December 11th. Or actually, you know what? Let's let's extend that. He had two for 57 against the Steelers. Okay. Mm-hmm. Since then, Pascal has had four games without a reception. He's had two games where he's had a catch, and it was less than five yards. Other than that, one for six, one for nine. Oh, he had a two for 16 against the Titans. That's a big day for Zach Pascal in 2022, 2023. So I'll just take a – that would be one of those, like, all right, you know what, if you get a catch, so be it. But I don't think Zach Pascal's catching a ball in the Super Bowl, which means he is making a very important play now that I bet that under five and a half. Probably. Yeah, yeah that's how it typically yeah. tends to go. A few things that are on my radar that, um, you know, some I've played, some that I'm kind of still looking at a little bit. This one's actually, if you look at DraftKings, it's down to minus 135 on the under, and that's Jake Elliott, the kicker for Philadelphia, seven and a half points. The Eagles are a really, really good red zone offense. They were top five offense and touchdown percentage. And Kansas City... 31st in the NFL in red zone touchdown percentage against. So they were really bad in the red zone. So I think that's why this one's kind of shifting down to the minus 135 on under seven and a half. That is one I took a look at. Also, year in and year out, I feel like a lot of times the defensive player props are mispriced a little bit. So I like Justin Reed over five and a half tackles and assists, the safety for Kansas City. Because when you think about the game state of how this game is likely to go and what we've seen from the Eagles here throughout the playoffs, they want to run the football, right? So Justin Reed's going to be coming up in run support, whereas typically the Chiefs are leading and he's playing like too high safety coverage because they're just trying not to give up big plays. So this is a little bit higher than his average tackles plus assists per game. It's 5.1, including the playoff games. So the line here is 5.5. But over at minus 105, I think is a really good play because, again, I expect the Eagles, whether they win or lose, to run the football a good amount in this game, which means Reed will be stepping up and run support. Yeah, hey, look, I don't really bet many defensive props. I mean, there's a guy, Nick Bolton's over-under is 10.5 with the over-juice to minus 130 for tackles I, I and assists. Mean, that, that makes sense. It's a huge number. I mean, a gigantic. he had 18 in one game this I mean, year. it's a gigantic number, but it's the guy's top three in tackles the last two years. Right. So, tackling machine out of. University of Missouri. There you go. There you go. There you go. By the way, Xavier, uh, 27-11 at the 10-minute mark in the first half. Alabama has stabilized. Yeah, Alabama stabilized. Uh, Kansas State is not stabilized. No, they have not. They have not. Not not good there. We got uh, one last segment before the Pro Football Blitz. It's Live Bet Saturday here on Visa. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, 
John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. Everyone, please welcome Coach John Calipari. We're getting beat by 18. My first game in Kentucky. They're saying cows are bust. You can't coach. This is crazy. John Wall runs down the floor and makes a buzzer beater. Yep. You remember that, John? That my first game win I ever made. Remember you said you never seen me do that. Ladies and gentlemen, Demarcus Boogie Cousins. I called Boogie. I'm like, yo, bro, I'm about to commit to Duke. And I hung up on him. <laughs> bro, I'm talking about, do you want to tell me how many times he called me all type of names? Bro, you really sold me out. You doing this. <laughs> <laughs> bro, I was sick. I remember that like yesterday, man. Love you, John Wall. Thanks, Coach. Love you, too. You made me everything I am today. Nah, you made me. You made me. I love it. Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. It wasn't even supposed to be That's my, my game. <laughs> There's plenty to celebrate in March and ex- Craft Month with the perfect pizza at home class from Craftsy. And anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's iHeartCountry Radio. Discover more shows and movies for free. Whether it's your first time betting or you've been gambling for years, have a plan and know the game. Be aware of the rules and odds before you gamble. Set a budget and never gamble with money you can't afford to lose. Take a break and consider teaming up with trusted friends to help you stick to your budget. Remember, if you or a loved one has a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER 24-7 or go to helpmygamblingproblem.org for free confidential services. This is Live Bet Saturday on VSAN, the sports betting network. BetMGM, the king of sportsbooks, unleashes the spirit of Las Vegas with BetMGM Rewards. Every time you place a wager at BetMGM, you can earn BetMGM Rewards points that you can redeem for online bonus credit like free bets. It's never been easier to join in on the action on the new BetMGM app, featuring a fresh new redesign with improved features and quicker navigation right now. Planning a trip to Vegas? You can convert your BetMGM points into MGM Rewards points that you can use towards dining shows and hotel rooms and over 20 MGM resorts located on the Las Vegas Strip and nationwide. BetMGM Rewards, sports betting's premier loyalty program. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 or older to place a wager. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Happy to be with you. Live Bet Saturday coming to a close. The Pro Football Blitz is on deck. Ben Wilson, Mike Pritchard will be in our chairs in 15 minutes. Adam Burke is alongside. I'm Jeff Parles. We are at the South Point. Adam, I'm just trying to figure out how James Madison's going to blow this here. 
They're up five with 20 seconds to go, laying two. They just fouled App State, which is always good when, you want to, when you're up five. Always good with that. So we're, we're going to figure out how to lose that. We already, oh, App State missed the first free throw. That's, that's a good sign. That's good. Not as, again, you've, you already had one ridiculous one earlier today with Merrimack. Yeah, it wasn't fun. It was not good. No. Um, I, I was on Niagara last night, too. Oh. Which, so Canisius hits a meaningless three. Well, there's no such thing as a meaningless three. One second left. And everyone immediately, like, runs to Twitter to talk about how it's a bad beat. I was on Niagara. They were covering for 24 seconds of that game. It, you cannot call it a bad beat if it was the wrong side. Yeah, but people don't like logic. No. You know that. That's true. It's <laughs> very true. By oh. the way, uh, here's one. The, yeah. A game that's, I'm sure, very much on everybody's radar. UT Arlington and yes. Sam Houston State. Yeah. UT Arlington is bad. bad. They are really bad. They're up 46-28 at halftime. What? On a pretty good Sam Houston State team. All right, second half, let's go. Take the Bearcats, right? I mean. What's a box score? Right. What's a box score? Uh, UT Arlington, 59% from the floor, 6 of 10 from 3. Only four turnovers, too, against the Sam Houston State team that forces a lot of turnovers. Sam I mean, Houston State, 39.3%. I mean, don't we ha- don't, don't you kind of have to? What is the second half number? Uh, let's see. They offer second half numbers for, what is this, whack? Yeah, why not? I don't know. It's every, it, yeah, it should be out there. Uh, it, it's 10 for the game, so eight. I, that's probably worthwhile, right? I mean, Sam Houston State's legitimately good. Yeah, and UT Arlington's legitimately bad. <sighs> Go ahead. And, uh, yeah, well, I think so. I think so. I think we got to do it. Xavier's scored one basket in the last four and a half minutes, and they're still up 15 in this game. Yeah, it, it, find, we'll find a way to get this game into, into sweat mode. We'll oh, find out sure. a way. So that's just, like, something just generally speaking. Like, I – I set it and forget it with my college basketball picks unless I'm, like, doing the show because I can't, I can't stand the agony of watching college basketball box scores or games or whatever. I just – I can't do it. Like, I'll watch football bets. I can't do it with basketball bets. Well, especially this year where the whole country is very, very similar. They're very, the top is all congested. There are, there are about 15 teams that are – if you told me today, hey, this team is going to win it all, I'd listen to you. Right. About 15 teams like that. And other than just the truly horrendous teams in the country, there's a lot of even teams. Yeah. Which is going to equal a lot of even games and equal a lot of numbers coming down to the wire here, which is what most of it is at this point, Adam. So speaking about, you know, kind of talking about like UAB and, and FAU and what happened on Thursday night and kind of looking at going from one game to the next – so Murray State the other night beat Belmont 83-82. Great win for the Racers. It's definitely a rebuilding year for them. They're down 90 to 53 to Indiana State on the road. So that loss to Belmont took a lot out of them. So when you hear people talk about situational spots, things like that, you have to take them on a case-by-case basis and evaluate that team, that situation, how that game played out. You can't just think about it as a broad brush sort of statement. Well, that's a, yeah, look, that's always, that is the one danger with blindly going into trends also mm-hmm. and, and spot plays because right. sometimes it can look like the greatest situational spot in the world and 
it's a terrible spot, actually. Right. And uh, just, again, Belmont, Belmont's handling Illinois State. Illinois State's not any good this year. The Redbirds no. are down. Yep. Belmont, even in the, the move up in class to the Missouri Valley from the OVC, has handled themselves pretty well mm-hmm. this year. And, and look, rebuild year for Murray State, kind of, again, a bad spot going from the OVC to the, the Missouri right. Valley in a year where you just don't have your best stuff. They'll be fine. Oh, 100%. Also, new head coach because Matt McMahon is now at yep, LSU. And, yes, well, it's, so that it's the new help. old head coach. Yes, yes. <laughs> and Steve Prohm, of course, going back uh, to where he uh, made his success at, at Murray State before not having a fun time in uh, in Ames at Iowa State. Uh, hey, James, it, Ma- James Madison's going to get there. Look at that. I don't think Queens is going to get there. But uh, speaking of getting there, Purdue is very much back in oh, this game well in, in Bloomington. Game. Well in the game. I mean, it's almost like when you when a team scores 50 points in the first half, it's not they're probably going to regress a little bit. Not sustainable? Yeah. Is that what you're telling me? That's what I'm telling you. Yeah, Indiana shot 60% in the first half, 50 points in that first half. Their lead is down to four. They just airball the layup, That's always which is a, always what you want. It's a good sign. <laughs> um, it's a very good it's sign. It's down to three and a half, 158 and a half on the total, plus 180 on the money line of Purdue. And look, I know you could have had big, juicy numbers in-game on Purdue money line, Yeah, but this is probably your last chance. Well, what did we talk about in the first half? Purdue plus nine and a half. I think nine they're down nine 13. And, nine and a half and four to one. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I don't know if they're going to win the game, but I, they're certainly going to stay within nine and a half, I think. By the way, the all-important Pine Bluff and Alcorn State yes. update. Yes, Alcorn State's up 23-26 left in the first half. Good for them. <laughs> good, good, good for them. <laughs> this, this show's had its moments today. This is, uh, yeah, we've had some, and we haven't even mentioned Sacramento State today. Which is kind of a, I how know. how have we even I know. Ben Wilson I know. over here ben throwing his hands up in disgust? How, how dare we not mention the Hornets? So I will say. <laughs> I actually so Sacramento State is a team that I do have on my radar going forward. They have first year head coach and David Patrick, longtime assistant, uh, assistant for Arkansas with Eric Musselman. He worked in the Houston Rockets front office. That's a team that's going to start running now based on a lot of NBA principles, getting to the rim a lot, shooting a lot of threes, running the opposition off the three point line. That's a Sacramento State program that I've won a couple bets. I've lost a couple bets on them here so far this season, but I think going forward. They could be a really interesting team in the big sky if Patrick's able to kind of build up the talent level there. Yeah, and or and if he's successful, how long does he stay? Right. That's always the question yeah. when you're dealing but with But also he was an assistant for 15, 20 years. That's true. So there's a reason he probably wasn't hired at some of the other jobs. So there's right. also that. Two years at Riverside. Um Ten and twenty-three year one, and then seventeen and. We're just going through the resume of the Sacramento State head coach. Hey, why not? Hey, look, we're looking for betting angles uh, today. By the way, Sacramento State leading Idaho at the half, thirty-two to twenty-nine. If you want the Hornets of Sacramento State, you got to lay three and a half in the second half, so six and a half for the game. I don't want. I don't want the Vandals of Idaho. That's for sure. By the way, you uh, mentioned this earlier is about Syracuse and Boston College. We're back to teams people know. Uh, Syracuse, uh, really lackadaisical, ugly half, but leading by three at the break in Chestnut Hill. Four and a half live on the Cuse with a 141 and a half. Yeah, two for nine from three for Syracuse. Five for 20 for Boston College. I would expect that to continue. They're just a really, really poor three-point shooting team, which is why I took Syracuse today. Have to shoot over that matchup zone. It's a hard thing to do. Um, I'm a little bit disappointed that the lead is only three with Boston College chucking 23s on 33 attempts. Uh, but hopefully Syracuse finds a way to get there. Neither of those teams are any good. Beheim, Beheim's just just stealing money at this point. Yeah, nothing wrong with that. <laughs> well, 
<laughs> Alcorn stayed up 10 now, by the way. I, that's the game everyone wants to know B- about. Big update. It takes like 20 minutes to get an update on the scoreboard because it's Pine Bluff and, and Alcorn State. But. Also, more importantly, uh, for Sean McComb in the corner there, um, UT Martins wants 14-point leads down to two. All right, so we got a there little. We, go. we have a little over a minute left yep. here. We went through an entire show. We didn't mention North Carolina Duke or Gonzaga St. Mary's because we've been having too much no, fun because with small we, conferences. So, so here's the deal on these two games. I like the I like I like North Carolina. Like the more the overnight they've been bet going uh, through here. This game, by the way, in a half hour from now. Mm-hmm. I like North Carolina, but I'm not going to bet it. Gonzaga St. Mary's. I was fully prepared to bet St. Mary's. And then the number came St. Mary's minus four last night. And that was completely different than what I anticipated. I expected Gonzaga to be a one-point favorite in this game. Mm-hmm. I am not touching this now with St. Mary's favored by three. And the, the overriding sentiment I saw was like, oh, Gonzaga getting points? I have to bet that. This is not the same Gonzaga team. St. Mary's, I, look, I was prepared to get St. Mary's plus a point yeah. and bet St. Mary's. But I'm not laying with St. Mary's tonight. This is an in-game scenario. Perfect for those. Uh, that's the last night, of the last game on the board tonight. Yep. Ten thirty Eastern Time, St. Mary's and Gonzaga. This was fun as always. Very fun. Very fun. I was going to chat with you, Jeff. For Adam Burke and Brian Ortega, I'm Jeff Parles. This has been live at Saturday. Ben Wilson and Mike Pritchard. Pro Football Blitz coming next. Zigazoo has made me zigzag. What I mean by that is I swore I would never let my kids on social media. But now I'm setting them loose on Zigazoo. Zigazoo is a space for kids to post videos they've created and to share them with other kids just like them. Videos that are moderated by actual people. And since there are no comments or messaging, you don't have to worry about social trolling. Zigazoo, the world's largest social network for kids. Download the Zigazoo app today. There's plenty to celebrate in March and ex- Craft Month with the perfect pizza at home class from Craftsy. And anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's iHeartCountry Radio. Discover more shows and movies for free. Whether it's your first time betting or you've been gambling for years, have a plan and know the game. Be aware of the rules and odds before you gamble. Set a budget and never gamble with money you can't afford to lose. Take a break and consider teaming up with trusted friends to help you stick to your budget. Remember, if you or a loved one has a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER 24-7 or go to helpmygamblingproblem.org for free confidential services. Martha Stewart, the original influencer. When I think about anything, I think about the way that she did it first. The media mogul. The six years ahead, she saw what was coming. The prisoner, the rise, the fall, and the reinvention of an American icon. Once Martha paved the road, everybody else pretty much copied her. A CNN original series, The Many Lives of Martha Stewart, now streaming on Max. 